That's right. Spooky season is upon us again. And this year for Spooktober, we are doing a Spooktober 2021, the Podemic, uh, which uh, we thought we'd do a theme this year. So we're doing zombie themes. So uh, for October, we each pick a zombie movie and we'll watch it. And then probably maybe just have a general discussion as, as an extra episode about zombies and zombie movie TV culture. Who knows? Uh, and also like a bonus challenge we set for ourselves is uh, f- avid listeners will know that Zach's not a particularly zombie boy. I know. No. I, and I've personally decided to, uh, I want to show him some different zombie movies or like see if, and see if we can, you know, find one that he likes or one that he, <laughs> he, he can sit through. Um, but yeah. Uh, so as always, I'm joined by Alex and Zach. Hello, my spooky compatriots. Hello friends. How's your spooktober going? Oh, it's going swimmingly so far. Uh, Alex is a ghost. He's frozen in place. <laughs> spooky ass. He's very spooky. He, he stopped oh, moving. No. <laughs> right. Oh, again? Oh, no. <laughs> He's spooked out. His, his webcam has been possessed. Oh, I'm just turning it off. I'm just turning it off right now. Uh, uh, as long as you can hear my voice, it's okay. From <laughs> it's right. I just the beyond. Just... Morgan's beautiful face now. It's gorgeous. Yeah, we've pierced the veil to to reach Alex in the great internet beyond. Normally you have to get the Ouija board out to communicate like this, but uh, no, (laughs) listeners, you've got the extra special benefit of still being able to hear me. That's Mm -hmm, all good. mm -hmm. Uh, Just because of the roster and the way we've lined up, it was my movie first. And mm-hmm. uh, I thought I'd pick a bit of a, you know, this is the standard zombie movie, what people might expect. I thought I'd throw a bit of a curveball, something a bit different. And I also love um, Australian cinema. So this is, a, I think, one of the first Australian uh, feature Netflix films around. For, it's car- called mm-hmm. Cargo from 2017. Um, Alex, Zach, would someone like to give me a bit of a sum up of what a, what a Cargo is in a, as a zombie movie? I was going to say, Alex, I can. But if mm. you particularly yearn to describe this to the listeners, you can go for it. Well, I can I can sort of chip in with my few cents <laughs> after you if you miss anything crucial. My description would be uh, a couple with their young daughter head into the Australian outback to escape a encroaching virus and they are seeking a military base and then things go wrong, hence our movie. Mm-hmm. Any any thoughts to add to that, Alex? I think Zach pretty much na- nailed all the key it's points. Key things, yeah. Uh, I just think uh, there's a big theme of this film, which I'm sure we'll touch upon, that people die who don't need to die or <laughs> that shouldn't have had to die, but they did die. Um, so I think that there would be some element there of people making some somewhat silly de- decisions <laughs> in in the course of getting to the army base. But, I mean, um, can you have like a horror zombie movie or that sort of style without people making silly decisions? Yes. Probably not, no. <laughs> Yes, it can exist and it does exist. And this is why I don't like fucking zombie movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yes. No, but you were, you, were, you were bang on the money there, Zach. I was just being facetious. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it is set in the Australian outback and, uh, you know, Love Australian films, and there are some beautiful shots in there. I think first Very time I watched wrong. it, I didn't remember that, but there are some rewatching. I was like, oh, there are some beautiful shots. I really wanted to go camping in that area. I was like, <laughs> fuck, I, I'm like, I'm not a camping person, but I was like, I would really like to spend just a couple of days in that setting. Mm. There's, there's not to get exposed, but like the ending, they show this one spot, and there's a couple of them around Australia, mm. like these giant crater impacts that have like 
desert on the outside, but then on the inside, they've got a bit of like bushland and wilderness. It's kind of like a little protected area. And I'm like, that's so cool. I want to go to one of this. Place. I think, um, but I think I remember, I think I said to Alana, I'm like, that's also Wolf Creek is where that's one of them is Wolf <laughs> Creek. And that's where kind of where that's set around. I'm like, uh, not ideal as either, but you know. Yeah, I made um, a very similar comment there, Morgan. Uh, <laughs> Mum, Dad, and myself all watched this together. It was our uh, movie night. I know this is what happens during the pandemic, and we watched this together. And I was like, ooh, when I saw South Australia film and Screen Australia, I was like, mm, and I saw the landscape, I was like, I'm getting some Wolf Creek vibes, <laughs> and I'm not liking this. Funny, you should mention that as well, because I just put it on, I'm like, we got to watch the movie, the podcast. And then, like, it showed, like, Screen Australia, South Australia, and I was like, oh, is this an Alex movie? And I was like, no, it's, it's, it's a me movie. <laughs> <laughs> an Alex movie. Oh, yeah. Well, it could have been. It was, yeah, right up my alley. Mm, well, uh, let's get into some positives and negatives then. Um, who would like to hit me first? Oh, Alex, go for it. I did the Oh, okay, okay. You go nuts, my friend. Well, there was quite a, quite a lot to like about this film, I think. Um, what I particularly liked, and I reckon this will rub some people up the wrong way, is I liked how we never found out why the events of the film happened or what precipitated the events of the film. We were just sort of thrown in to this world and how to deal with it. We're sort of grappling with how to deal with it. And it sort of reminded me a little bit of 28 Days Later in that sense where you wake up uh, with the character and these events have happened and you're trying to figure it out just as much as the characters are trying to figure it out. Yeah, I wrote a note definitely. I was like, oh, I like that it kind of like picks up halfway through or like shit's already gone down and this is them. Yeah. They've clearly like, who knows what the cities looks like, but they've got out of the cities and everything and they are Mm. headed in the opposite direction. And I was like, this is interesting. Like it creates a bit of mystery and like there's enough, they leave clues around and like that's another one. I like the idea of like these little packs that, they're, they're clearly airdropped and stuff. I'm like, I like that. That's a nice, neat little mm. detail. But yeah, you kind of dropped into the world. And then you yeah, kind of very much so. And I liked that a lot. I did like a lot of those props. Um, I thought the the little pamphlet they saw a couple of times, I thought that, that was like a really nice little detail. It's like handled really well. Um, mm. And I like that, yeah, the airdrops are cool because it, it gave you enough of a sense of a... I, I, this this kind of maybe leads into my positive. Mm. But I was going to say budget was handled so fucking well in this movie because I was thinking... This can't be a very expensive movie, but I didn't ever feel like it was lacking maybe like a big set or like, I think it just handled its sets really, really well, handled its props really, really well, mm. handled its like uh, makeup really, really well. And it seemed to me like it knew when to use the money and when it just didn't need the money, it was just, you know, maybe just a camera and walking through the outback and maybe that was like the benefit of a really, really nice location. Mm. But also... Yeah, I, I thought that was a really big benefit thing. I thought this was like a really, really well handled movie set. Um, yeah, that, that, that was my big positive coming away from it. I was like, fuck, I, didn't, I never at any point just thought, oh, that looked cheap. And thank God they didn't use mm. any CGI that I can think of. I think, no, there is a shot with CGI, but it doesn't really, like it was like a second and it didn't matter because mm, the, mm. the money shots were, with the makeup and stuff looked pretty good. And I'm, mm. I think some of that makeup stuff was CGI, but it's still played i think really well yeah i really like i think that was another thing and i've read some stuff is like that with the design they wanted to go for like a more viral look and they have this like weird like it's disgusting like in it's a different way look for these mm. zombies or um i think they call them virals in the world um and it's yeah it's a bit it's a bit gooier and grosser but it's it's i think it still has achieves the effect but with a difference i don't know yeah and i I, re- I guess you can read a lot into this film as well you can just take it on face value 
but you can also read a lot into it like the zombies or the virals in this film literally bury their head in the sand well, until such time you no. know no, that, I thought that was the people do that. Oh, no, the zombies are doing that, isn't it? It's part of their... And then they sort of wake care, up so and then... They can't handle night. They can't handle light mm. or something, so they bury mm. their heads. Right. And there's, like, the directors talk about this whole idea of they wanted the zombies to be, like, a butterfly cocooning. Like, you go into this chrysalis and then you emerge as, like, a new thing sort of vibe. And I think that's okay. in there a little bit. It's just you have... I only know that because I heard them talk about it. Like, mm. But it is there, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And it was an interesting take because we've got sort of the First Nations peoples as well, that whole sort of very Australian uh, sort of overlay on the zombie film as well. You can sort of read into a lot of that as well, is that, you know, you, you could say that this film was a bit of an allegory for colonisation and invasion <laughs> and things. No, you can. No, I you know. You can't say that. I just, um, like, that's that's one of my negatives <laughs> is how they handled the whole mm. we'll talk about that but yes it is it's supposed to be an allegory for fracking is bad and industrialization is bad but nature is great and native peoples are great and instinctively they're just they, they are just good because they're good you, everyone knows that it's like fucking damn it's the most condescending take <laughs> on native people i hated it but <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i like it so you know it's it's yep. it's decisive i think uh, it was so a bit, there was moments where i'm like on the second watch i'm like a bit heavy-handed with some of the political stuff but i do like because like i had this discussion with alana before and because like they kind of just mention it before you get into the depths it's like it's like yeah like the mobs potentially would have a better way of surviving or like they would they would return to nature and maybe have a better like um outlasting like than like most normal um people would the indigenous culture would probably just um go back to the way it was and they would probably reform and you do see a bit of that, and I, I might not always be handled well, but I think the idea is it's nice to see that idea of like, yeah, they they might probably be more on top of it than we were. Oh, look, I'll say the the action scene where you see the hunting party attack, attacking a bunch of zombies. I thought that was really cool, mm. and I really liked their like um, their garb and their methods of hunting. I love their spears, and I like I, I can assume those are all like traditional weapons that they actually use still fantastic that's no that, that's not a part i had a problem with the the or maybe i'll save that because this yeah, is maybe. partly spoilers <laughs> I, 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 I yeah, just... let's let's just do a couple of uh easy negatives uh get them out of the way before we dive deeper into the film so alex you want to hit us with you've been praising this film but i'm sure you've got something that you, that you didn't like necessarily oh yeah and just one final positive before i jump into yeah. negatives uh that the baby yeah, the baby was, the was true. Like that was one of the best baby actors. Like the baby was not looking at the camera. There's four of them. Yeah, that's I looked at four. There's four different babies. I was looking ah. at the rest of the cast. It's four babies. I saw it on. The, I was like, is there a flashback or something? Well, like I get no. I guess they just used four. Like, yeah. what they were they all? Must have been easier. Related? to... It's two. Like it's like two twins. Two, two sets, sets of twins. twins I yeah. think. Yeah. Wow. I think okay. the baby on screen was like one of the best parts. Martin Freeman and that baby seemed to have really good. Like they got along, and it was very cute watching the baby interact with Martin Freeman. It was really cute. Well, all four uh, of the babies interact with yes, Martin Freeman. So. Yes, I loved it. I was like, oh my god, because you also cool. it's like a bit of a mini narrative in there, but it's like also kind of thing where it's like Martin. At least they give the impression that like the baby maybe prefers the mum at times, and mm. like he doesn't necessarily feel comfortable with it. He's like, she preferred if you put her down or something like. But it's like, man, that's yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't understand that. I like in. 
I, this this I can say with spoilers. Sorry, Brian Morgan. Apologies. <laughs> no, just Alex was negative. He still hasn't given us a oh, negative. Oh, just my yet. negative. My negative, and I alluded to it right at the beginning. There were some really stupid decisions made by the characters that did not have to be made at all. Like that wife going across to the boat. I, we were all, all three of us, mum, dad, myself, were like, "Don't go there, girl." And it was like, "No, you were there." And it's like, "Get out of there now." And it's what like, was oh, the she's rush? No. What, was, why did she was it? want to go to the boat? No, they, they, give you, they give you something. Is that what you wanted? No, it was – so the way I read it, because I've seen it twice, I noticed it's so – like she there he got her the wine as an anniversary present, and she's probably like, mm. I want to get him something. And it's like it's it's not justified at all. It's like How you're in a crisis. <laughs> you're in a crisis. Uh, maybe just, you know, be like, oh, <laughs> take so yeah, bad. he got you something. Don't need to worry about it, you know. Oh, it was just oh, it's just so frightfully annoying. Oh, um, also like also here's my negative: is decisions badly made. Why sleep? <laughs> I'm not gonna like spoil, but do you guys know what I'm talking talking about? When? Maybe we'll save uh, that for spoilers. Why yeah. the fuck would you go to sleep? I don't understand it. If you've got a specific set of times left to live. Oh, Why would you waste yeah, it yeah, sleeping? Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I know, I know what you're you talking about. What I mean? yes, it depends. Like, yeah. Maybe so it mad. I was like, "What are you doing? You are literally like, just to, without spoiling anything." But like on on Friday, you potentially may have felt like sleeping because you were like, you may you can't help it. I appreciate that, Morgan. I understand what you're talking yeah. about. I did not think I was going to die. <laughs> In fact, I wasn't. I I didn't have the sure knowledge that I would be dead in forty eight hours. Okay, I think that would affect how I'm going to a- a- approach the next forty eight fucking hours. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that was a bit harsh, but <laughs> no, there were a few decisions like that, and it was just like, yeah, okay, I get it for narrative sense. It needs to be done this way. It's a, but. It, it sort of took me out of it a little bit, some of the decisions. I, I think that's lazier. I think it was just too, like, you say for narrative sense it had to be. No, that's dumb. They could have tried really fucking hard to think of a reason why this situation had to happen. You could have had maybe, maybe he they need fuel from the ship and he goes across and gets food, but he didn't get the fuel. So he's back on the ship. And it's his. It's, he's just looking after the baby now. He's bushed out. He's like, I, I can't go back again. But we're out of fuel. Can you go over and get it? She goes, Yeah, okay, I'm over. He didn't notice there was a zombie. You know, a zombie there. She but he gets. Did that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, what and mean. he didn't warn her either. It was like, Oh, that was a pretty just, close call, hun. Like, like reframe it. I don't think you had to have her make a dumb decision. You could have tried harder and make it a legitimate decision. It just comes down to communication within a relationship. Communication is key. He didn't want her to worry about him, so he lied to her and it got and it got her uh spoiler, it got her killed. Communication <laughs> is key. <laughs> that just be like, oh there was a zombie over there, but I got out instead of being like it's completely safe. You can communication go communication is the real relationship goal. But yeah, um look I think yeah there's you've both raised some good issues and I think we uh we we've done some positive negatives but I think it's time to dive a bit deeper. Um, but yeah, um, before we do that, maybe just, I want to state as well, like we are doing, like, this is the pandemic, the zombie month. This may not be the classic zombie movie. I would describe, this is a tragic story within a, a world consumed by a virus. I think yeah. that if, if you needed to know that before you progress or want to watch it, it is, it's mm. they're a factor, but that's not what the core story of this movie mm. is, I think. And I think I'd probably call it more of like a, a talky zombie movie it's sort of more concerned with the characters mm. and the characters emotions throughout and their journey than supposed to 
oh, we're being overrun by zombies, run. Like to its done. benefit as well. Yeah, very yeah. much so, yeah. Um, I, I also wanted to say, like, yeah, we're talking about like, these small stories. There's a book I really, really like. So I don't generally like zombie movies. There's a The Book of World War Z. I adore that book mm, because book. it is exactly this. It's these little snippets of individuals with individual stories that it's more in general, it's about how specific characters react to certain situations and them dealing with it. And it's fantastic. I fucking love that book. If you ever get your chance to read it or listen to the audiobook, give it a crack. And this felt like one of the stories from World War Z where it's just like the big picture's over here. But we're just going to zoom in and take a look at what this small mm. specific story is and how it affects us because maybe we can relate to these people. And I loved it for that. I think that was like a big tick in terms of a zombie. I think it's a fantastic drama set in a zombie apocalypse. It was great. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, also, it is the they made a short, a seven-minute short that this film is based off of before they made the film. If you're a bit more curious, maybe go check that out before you watch the movie and then suss out if it's your vibe. I don't know. But I think we would all recommend checking it out before we progress any further. Mm. I don't know. I would, if you liked that Maggie movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think. Maybe you'd like this. But if, if you're not up for like an indie long talker yeah I'd, I'd miss it then <laughs> fair enough all right so let's let's get a bit deeper into this um this movie i uh, had some moments where, like i always knew it was kind of dark there's some it got a lot darker at moments than i remembered there's one specific mm. moment that we'll get to but um it kind of starts with so it's there they're on the river which i really like i like the whole river boat vibe yeah, yeah river, I, I like that start as well because you think maybe this is before the zombie apocalypse so yeah. when he sees the kids on the side of the river, i love that moment actually i think that moment was so good for the movie where it was just like he's like oh hi kids and you're like oh that's kind of nice he's happy to see someone and then you go the oh dare. it's happened yeah <laughs> oh it's happened oh okay Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so good. It's I such, a, was such, an such amazing... a small, simple thing. And it immediately, like, it's like, moment. oh, look, hey, people. And then just the dad showing the gun is like, oh, there is, there's animosity here. Everyone, it's, it yeah, doesn't like, well. a bit of an overreaction, right? <laughs> just because he's saying hi to you. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the, basically the premise that pushes the movie forward, it starts off being like they're running out of supplies. And then this leads to, you know, this is actually quite solved pretty quickly. And then, but mm. the, by a boat, they find another boat, get some supplies. And then foolishly, as we've discussed, the wife goes back to the boat and is bitten by a zombie. And um, this kind of, yeah, it embarks them on a journey. They enter land to them. She's pretty certain, but he's like, it may not have been a zombie that bit you. Uh, we yeah. don't know that. So they whack a clock on her, a timer, which I like. I like the these little kits mm. they give out come with a timer, which is, that was great. That was a nice little feature. Yeah. Yeah, and then they go to potentially find a hospital and an army base. I think. <sighs> bad decision, kind of bad decision one. But I think actually forgivable because it is it is more of a character decision for our main character than anything else, I think. Yeah. So it's forgivable in that sense because it's like, yeah, that's a dumb decision. But at the same time, it doesn't seem like he's very willing to let his wife die. Fair enough. Mm. And, and he's got like a young daughter to raise. I, I was like... Yeah, I can I can completely understand why you're making this choice and denying the truth so hard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, this eventually leads to her turning, and what I thought was a bit of a like it wasn't like the moment that when I first saw it, or I know Alana didn't, but I expect it is that um, the main character Martin Freeman ends up being bit, and he has now 42 hours, and then that that pushes the story onto the 42 hours to find a safe haven for his baby. 
which is forty-eight then, hours, isn't it? Yeah, or is sorry, forty-two. No, it's forty-eight. Sorry, that's my bad. I yeah, think. no, no. I was thinking maybe it was like a weird number. <laughs> I think that was the no, last sorry. time I remember seeing the watch. It said forty-two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, that's that's my first issue. Almost immediately after he finds out he's been bit, he takes his daughter somewhere, and then he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna have a kip." And I'm like, "You know, you have like a goal. You 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 have a set destination where you're going." And you only have so long to live, and you have a daughter. Stop sleeping. Fucking go. What are you doing? <laughs> how, how is it in your mind? Oh, I need to rest. I don't understand. I was so confused. I can kind of go. Nighttime's more dangerous because there's zombies about. Fair enough. Maybe. Mm. But at the same time, there didn't seem to be that many zombies until the very end of the movie, and they seem pretty easy to avoid. Which is, to, I actually think. To the movie's fucking benefit, they're not a goddamn invincible beast. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it Sorry. is. Just, and, there's like they're in the outback, so there's probably they're few and far between. Yeah, and there's probably a couple of groups roaming around, but for the most part, you can like they can they do a lot of walking around, and they just have to be careful. But for the most part, it's not too bad, and I like that. It's like probably more realistic. Like cities, hmm. probably not, but out in the outback, like yeah, there might be a couple of groups here and there, but like you should be mostly all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, so that's the main p- driving factor at that point is, yeah, Martin Freeman's character has to find a safe place for his daughter. And we also have, around the same time, because it's the the events kind of coincide, we have the story of Toomey, the Indigenous mm-hmm. girl who is just trying to look after her father and wants to get um someone to... She wants to f- help her father who has been turned and she doesn't understand that they can't help using... um I forget, uh, uh, Clever Man? Oh, yeah, clever which man. Is, yeah. seems some kind of Indigenous... um doctor or magic person man i fucking hated that <laughs> i was like damn you fucking think it is just people are idiots don't you whoever wrote this movie i was like jesus christ i mean it's a kid like, I get it. she's a child fair enough she is but she's also supposed to be the brightest child from the teacher's class i feel like she was more intelligent than martin freeman's character was freeman sorry his character was mm. for a long portion of this movie so, like, for instance, she gagged her father to stop the father from biting. Uh, she contained her father for most, you know, the father did break out, but at least she tried to contain uh, mm-hmm. her father. You know, she took active steps, whereas, like, okay, I know my wife's been bitten. There's a mouth guard in the pack, as we find yeah. out later. Why don't you put the fucking mouth guard? Why didn't she? <laughs> Why didn't she? Which is what I mean. Stupid decisions. Uh, come back, and yes, it, so that sort of annoyed me. But I felt like I felt like yeah, she had. Uh, I felt like she was intelligent, and she was shown to be intelligent in ways that our central protagonist was not. So I can cut them a bit of slack over the clever man. Maybe he can fix my dad uh, element. I don't, was it fixed? I feel like it was more spiritual than that because when they fought. More spoilers. When they find him at the end and he's been buried in the trees, I thought that what she was trying to do was get his spirit out of his body, which she thought she needed the clever man for. I didn't think it was she was trying to heal him. I thought that it was like a burial thing. I think she didn't see the virus. She seemed like he'd lost his soul or something and she yeah. wanted to get it back and that would fix him. I don't know. It was, yeah, it's a bit, uh, it's a bit vague, I think, in what they want to achieve. But I think it's, I don't know, maybe not something you want to drill down on because like, I feel like uh, indigenous culture is very private and it's very um, sacred. So also maybe it was a diverse as well. Like, mm. you know, mm. how many different nations have we got in the, the Aboriginal flag? Oh, there's so many of them, but fair enough. 
that's mm. fine. The thing I couldn't stand was when they were like, here, put this white face paint on. It makes us invisible to the zombie. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> what? She has survived quite that, a while. That's fair, but I was like, by herself. How is that part of the zombie virus? <laughs> I didn't understand that. I was like, this is what I don't like about zombie movies is when it gets like, there is a certain point where they just go, biology doesn't matter. And I hate it. I hate it so much because it's like, well, no, biology film... matters for these parts because people will get sick and die. But then once they're a zombie, biology doesn't matter. I hate it. Infuriates the shit out of me. <laughs> this movie, the I, and credit. I, yes, I, I, this movie was not in any way, aside from the white face paint, which I'm, I think maybe I'm just interpreting as it actually made them visible. Maybe it was just something to protect her that she felt safe with. No, I think it was more that the smell was disguised uh, from the from the paint. But the film did make a point to say that the First Nations people, because of their connection to the land, had a bit of forewarning that oh, this was I coming. Not. I thought that and... was the dumbest thing. I was like, excuse me? So because they live out on the land, they got a message that said, by the way, there's a zombie apocalypse on the horizon? You don't know how it works, Zach. Uh... Yes, neither does the person who wrote this movie. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> they were widely consulted. The this... Really? They were, oh, according to the God. IMDb trivia uh, page. <laughs> it was wild. You know, so. I was so mad. This was like, this is like textbook white person suburbs approach. It was like, oh, I'm going to take a holiday out to the Aboriginal people and go, I'm writing a zombie movie and I'm just going to use your culture for it. This is where my like biggest, this is why I'm saying it's condescending because it's like, fair enough, you can say fracking bad, uh, native people's good, fine. But damn, there's no like, You've only got that in your movie as a neat little gimmick. You're not examining the culture. You're not examining any of the actual problems these people will experience. It didn't care about Aboriginal people. It just wanted to use them as a backdrop, and I hated it for it. I was really mad at it for that. But the movie in general, like the actual characters like Toomey, fantastic. She was great. I really liked her acting. I really liked her performance. I really liked how she got along with Martin Freeman. It was mm. nice. Yeah, that was, this was uh, the actress's first ever acting gig and apparently had like a really great off-screen relationship with Martin Freeman. Like they would joke, they mm-hmm. would hang out and like, like, so that's always fun. You can tell that chemistry was probably there. Yeah, she was cool. Mm. And then, so like, uh, yeah, there's all that stuff that we've talked about. And then there is this like theme and then we'll get to it as well. The, um, the villain, but, uh, there is this mm. theme of like finding someone and them then like not being quite right. Or then the person <laughs> who was going to look after him being taken away very quickly. For, for certain reasons. First, you get the uh, teacher at the school who is um, themselves also dying of cancer mm-hmm. or something similar, it's implied. And then we get the uh, the wife of the uh, the mining, the fracking guy. Oh, are we going to talk about Vic? Yeah, so I think that, yeah. We um, have to, don't we? So this is set in a zombie apocalypse, but like that's not always um, what you need. You might need a bit of a villain. And uh, I think Vic fills that in oh, this uh, movie. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> who would like to tell us a bit about uh, Vic? Vic is a mining man who's just trying to make his way in the world. No. <laughs> no. Vic, not. I'll give him this. He's thinking about the future. He's collecting resources for when this thing blows over. If, if, if we didn't know that Vic had, like, enslaved two separate people for his own ends. A three? Oh, Martin as well. No, I mean, like, no. he's got... He's got his his wife. Oh, he's got the clever man too. And then you've that. got the two indigenous people that he puts in uh, cages. That's... That's like a level of monstrosity that I'm like, I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> Is he just a terrible person? But does he represent industry? I think I'd rather be a zombie than 
be associated with him at all. I think it would be, yeah. So he does some really dark, dodgy, disgusting things. Doesn't, doesn't go too far into uh, He very nearly kills that baby. He very nearly yeah. kills that baby. Yeah. Um, he also does, like, literally train someone up to die. Uh, that's fair. But, I mean, like, he never, I don't know. It doesn't he, get. He's just human bait. He yeah. uh, traps his, uh, I don't want to say wife, he traps a woman that worked there Yeah. into yeah. this place where she hasn't seen another human being other than him. I was getting real room vibes from this. Uh, oh, I don't know vibe. if it's the same. Like, I understand, I understand what you're saying. It is definitely abuse and it's definitely another form of enslavement. But you can't really say he's been keeping her away from people. <laughs> She did make the point that she hasn't seen another yeah. human being other than There's him. There's a reason. For, yeah, like, they're, they're, they're in the middle I mean? of nowhere. And, <laughs> and it's a zombie fucking apocalypse. Yeah. It's not like he's stopping her from going to Maya. <laughs> well, she wasn't allowed to leave. Yeah, that's terrible. No, no, sorry. I, I think it maybe sounds like I'm defending Vic. I'm not. I'm trying to get Nosh in his place. <laughs> <laughs> and you've done that. Uh, thank sorry, you. Uh, Rude of me. Yeah, no, Vic was well acted, cartoonishly evil. Oh, oh. man. A horrible human being. It was. Hell. He was. He was like. Um, maybe not as much, but it did give a. I don't know the villain from Wolf Creek kind of vibes, like the country guy who's just like kind of in, likes to be cruel and shoot mm. things. I don't know. Bit of some st- similarities there. Not not as full on. That was another part of it that felt like suburban white folk. To me. <laughs> it was like wow, you just you just think everyone who lives out there is a piece of shit or a native person. Okay, <laughs> okay. Well, to be fair, it, it, I mean. He he's the piece of shit, and he killed everyone else. So of course, the only yeah. one living out there would be a yeah, piece true. of shit. That's true. Hey, he locked yeah, them all up, and fair yeah, um, his story is like, yeah, he worked for the the fracking company, and he locked everyone in, and to to make his escape. And that was so strange to me, like that a message in this movie was that fracking was bad, and I was like, is is that a real huge issue for all of these? Like, I was like, Zach, it makes water flammable. Uh... Yeah, but. When I think of fracking, I think fracking is way more prominent and more of an issue in America. Is it that big of a problem in Australia to, like, our native... Like, hey, we do shit to our environment that fucks it up. Our native, like, our, you know, Mm. national environment that fucks it up. I don't know that fracking is the top of the list of things that destroy our native, like, wildlife and... I definitely uh, think it's fallen out of the news cycle, but I have... There's been multiple times in, like, the last 10 years when fracking Mm. has been an issue, but... I don't, I don't know, like, this movie is from 2017. It might have been very, that might have maybe, been one of the periods where it was a big deal. Yeah, fair enough. I just, it, that was, like, strange. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm, like, crazy for it. But, like, I understood. Yeah, I was like, okay, fracking is a bad thing that you can chuck on there. But is fracking just, like, a plague to our net? Like, I didn't, yeah, that just struck me well, as odd. Not like, you more could than have the zombies, for whining, sure. You could have had industrial waste dumping something. But I suppose you needed Vic's motivation to keep the oil pumps going and stuff, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Fair enough. But yeah, so he's kind of like the, uh, becomes the pursuing force through the second end of the movie. But he teaches teaches Martin how to shoot. He does. He does <laughs> teach him how to shoot, which is, you know, maybe don't teach the person who's gonna, you're going to be up against how to shoot. <laughs> and even the way he treated uh, Martin as well, it's sort of like, oh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll consider keeping you on permanently. It was like, mate, there's no one else around. Uh, <laughs> if 
whether you want my help or you don't want my help. It's like the worst <laughs> job interview ever. Mm. Like, I'll consider it. Uh, there are literally no other candidates. Uh, oh, fuck, yeah. That, that was a whole, like, Martin, you should be moving on, man. Yeah. yeah. You do it's not have like, the time to fuck around with Vic. You need to go. You need oh, to man. get out of there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's uh that the um one of the people he considers leaving the baby with that falls through pretty quickly. Yeah. The next candidate is probably we get to one of the darker moments is he returns to the family from the shores of the mm-hmm. river. Oh. And, and we get a bit of a I didn't remember that from my first watch and I was like this is quite dark. And um yeah, any thoughts on that moment? So, have you guys seen The Mist? I think it was like a 2003 movie. I've heard of it, I haven't seen it. Okay, I won't talk about it. Isn't that the one with the ending where, yeah, the ending and then the army rocks up? Is yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I know the ending. I haven't seen it, but I know the ending. Yeah. So that, I thought, was like the darkest approach to that version. So because I'd seen that and then I watched this movie, I was like, oh, okay, I see what he's doing. Uh, uh, that sucks. Fair enough. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I was like, is the wife also bitten? Is that I why? I, I got the impression that it was just him and he was like, I said I wouldn't leave them. I'm, yeah. Like, I'm their protector. That Like, I may as well just do this. And I was like, yeah. just let them. They, they might survive. They might. They yeah. Might. Vibes. What was that Perth movie about a meteorite hitting Earth so everything's just going to end? Do you know what I'm talking about? Got Sam Worthington and I think it's Sam Worthington. I could be wrong. And, like, the whole movie is, like, everyone on Earth has got, like, 12 hours left to live. And he spends it trying to get this little girl back to her family. Um. What, it gave me this verse that says, like, oh, that fan has just given up. They're just like, well, I'm done living. We're fucking finished living like this. We, What what are we doing anymore? Yeah. You know, what's the point? And it was really, like, just the thought process. So the last thing your loved ones will see is you shooting them. Like, I just thought, just, that was really dark. What uh, if you do it right, Nosh? <laughs> he, he was also getting them to dig the grave. He was like, yeah, let's dig yes. the treasure. And I was like, oh, this is just... Yeah, it was a bit very dark. dark. It was very dark. I didn't expect it to get that dark, but mm. it was, it was, uh, and it did. There goes another candidate for looking after little Rosie. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. so that's uh, three losses yeah. in a row, isn't it? We had the teacher, we have uh, Vic, and then we have this family, uh, a murder suicide pact there. Um, yeah, not not a lot of options there left for Martin Freeman, except. Yeah, and it's, it is, I've, it does kind of come across like. Like we, we, it's like, why don't you just do this? We said that earlier in the movie and then it comes up, but that's the final option, but it's almost like a last resort. It's like, I didn't want to give it to the, to the indigenous people, but I'm left with no other choice. As soon as I met Vic and his leg was crushed under that thing and he couldn't get out of that hole, I don't know, something was a bit off by the guy. I was like, mm, mm, it's like you've seen a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like something, something's off about this guy. Of course. Leave him, leave the daughter with the indigenous. I actually said, I go, he should, he should, he should leave them with the, with the indigenous people. And uh, no, yeah, it yeah. came full round, but it took his oh. sweet time getting there. The teacher says you should leave. That's the best chance. That's yeah. what you. Yeah. Says. And I was like, yeah. agreed. But, 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 but what, what she says is give it to Willie and Martin Freeman is like, oh, you're telling me to give it to someone I know is already dead. So he's like, yeah, great. He's already a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's great. That's not an option. But yeah, so that's, it does, yeah, he ends up giving it to the indigenous people and that's the ending. Um, and he does eventually perish or turn into a zombie. Um, mm-hmm. Do we want to talk about that? Because I mm. get the meaning behind it. I also couldn't help think it looked kind of funny and stupid at the same time. It does. It looks hilarious. There's, there's also the scene uh, uh, like where they've crashed the car and he gets Rosie out, and then he then I thought it was a really nice camera angle, but I couldn't help but laugh 
for some reason. Oh, when he killed. He walks over to the car, and then the, the like the the pen knife drops from his hand, and I was just, and then he walks up and goes, ah! and I was like, I don't know why that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny to me, <laughs> but it just looked comical. Oh my god! Oh. Yeah, that, that they give in the packs, they give everyone a nice little uh, suicide device where it's Stab just a spike yeah, in like yeah, a yeah. thing. You st- you spike yourself in the head. Can I can I like circle back to? Martin Freeman's character thing with with Rosie. Yeah, yeah. So it's established very early on that he, Rosie prefers the mum. Fair enough. And this is okay. So maybe maybe I can walk through my thought process with you guys. Mm-hmm. Started the movie. I saw that. And I go, okay, I know what this is. This is going to be about him learning to connect with his daughter, be a better father, and that's going to be his journey through the movie. And at the end of the movie, he's going to know what it means to be a good parent, and they're going to have a connection. No, he dies. Why have that? This is like it's sticking in my mind. Like, why have that at all as a possible journey for Martin Freeman to take if he's only got two days with her? It was so confusing. Like, why not just have him have a relationship with his daughter, his baby? That makes it. And then it, his journey is to just get her safe. Surely that's enough of an emotional, like, enough to make an emotional arc for him. Him having to deal with the fact he's going to die, he le- he's leaving his daughter with no one. You know, that's his journey. But no, it also has to be, and he has to connect with her along the way. Mm-hmm. I was just like, do you understand what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I get that some people would be like, yeah, it's fine. It just struck me as like, that's something you added in that just didn't need to exist. And you could have spent the time making that, fixing some of the problems you had with the script and shit. You know what I mean? I yeah. feel like that was there for the purpose I'm just thinking about planting seeds throughout the yeah. film. So there was that recurring sort of thing about the uh, perfume yeah. that his wife and the mother would wear and that would okay. calm the yeah. baby down. So that's a device there to calm the baby down. Like a quiet place had to deal with how do you yeah. keep a baby quiet in this environment when the zombies are sensitive to sound? Quiet mm. place had their own solution. This was the perfume calm the baby right down. So that's one. Two, I think we were building up to that moment there right at the end when Toomey spread the perfume and sort of reminded yeah, yeah. Martin Freeman's character of his wife just before he got speared through the chest. So it's a nice sort of goodbye emotional moment there, which I think worked for the most part, uh, you know, showing kindness to the zombies. And they're not all gone when you get zombified. That There are still some sort of part of you that is still human. Look, I agree. I agree with you on the second point there, a hundred percent. And I did actually. I was quite sad at the end. I thought that was well done. Mm. The first point, if that is a device that they are setting up for the audience to understand, this is how they calm the baby down. Why didn't they use that to calm the baby down? They did. Because there's the scene where they're hiding from Vic, and instead of spraying the spray, he just covers her mouth. Yeah, but that involves I mean? moving into the backpack and making sounds to rustle through the backpack to open it up. And then <laughs> it is easier in that heat of the moment to just clasp your hand over the baby's mouth and say, shut the fuck up. In that moment, it is, which, is, which is the quickest? Which if is the quickest? If it's used to calm her down and you go, you're going to need it in the heat of the moment, like that's the only situation you're going to need it, why not have it easily? Like this is what I mean. Like that's... I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just used as a reason to have Martin Freeman go, well, I can't get along with my daughter. Oh, well. So you feel better. Like, you don't need to. He's just a dad. Like, I think there's enough there for the audience to feel bad for him and connect with him that it doesn't need. Like, and like I don't think I'm the be or end all. I'm just saying that's how it stuck in my mind when I was watching this movie. Yeah. That's how I was like, why? And this is like, I say that, and I think I'm coming across quite negative. I really, I like this movie and I enjoyed watching it. And I'm glad you showed it to me, Morgan. 
on the most part, I think it was really handled. And the reason I think I'm coming out so harsh is like all this, if all this stuff was fixed, I think this movie would be fucking 10 out of 10. I think it'd be so well done. Mm-hmm. And so excellent. I'd be holding it up as this like gem that I could show. Like I, I would talk about for ages because yeah, I think that is the thing as well is like, I liked this movie, but I do not like, I know it, there's some mixed reviews and I think there are some easy wins that they could have, that would have just got them a bit more mm. um, uh, recognition. It was just yeah, some man. easy wins some some quick fixes and maybe it would have got a bit more recognition than it did. Yeah. Uh, and I, yeah, I agree with Zach on that one, but I, it, I still enjoy it and I think there's some nice stuff in there, but yeah, it is a little bit like maybe they just didn't have the time or money to fix some stuff. Yeah, I don't know. But definitely some easy wins in there. And I, I did watch that short you were talking about that she, the director and the writer, she made that before this movie. So I assume this is like, that was a proof of concept. Yeah. And in the short, to spoil the short, there's no, uh, there's not nothing about um, Aboriginal peoples. There's nothing about like, it doesn't really seem like it's in the outback. It could actually just be in like the further suburbs or something. So it's less concentrated in those settings. So I was th- just thinking about it now. Maybe it's a case that when they got to getting the funding, they were like, okay, how are you going to make this into a movie? Yeah. All right, well, we'll add this story and we'll we'll set it out in the outback. That'll add to like the drama of it and that'll add to the events and stuff. Okay, well, then we're going to have to have these certain parts because it's in the outback. Well, if it's in the outback, we're going to have to have the native peoples because, of course, they're there. That's where they live. You know, there are communities out there. Okay, cool. Maybe that's going to be this cool thing where we have the native yeah, I can see mm. where that's coming in. Maybe they didn't have the time to fix up this and that before it just started filming and they had it actually in production. Fair enough. But damn if they'd fix that. I'd, be, <laughs> I'd just be so happy with it if they'd just been like, we're going to try and be clever here rather than be rushed. Be so happy with it. Maybe they'll fix it in Cargo 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cargo harder. <laughs> Do you have any uh, other final thoughts on this movie, Alex? Just yeah, I I I don't get stuck up, not stuck stuck on quite as much as Zach uh, on particularly on some of the things. I feel like there was an emotional layer that they were trying to reach for, and you can debate whether or not they succeeded with that. Particularly with the perfume, I think they were trying to say, well, that he and his daughter bonded over their mutual grief, and in the mum's absence, they uh, they both miss the mum, and that that's what sort of you know, and having the child as a baby makes it so much more difficult to establish that connection, uh, in uh, to, to depict the connection on screen, if you will. And so they were sort of hamstrung a little bit by just the sort of general what are, what are the ages of the characters that we've got? This character doesn't talk at all. How do we show a connection between these two? Or how do we sort of drive them together? So I don't necessarily have as much of a problem as what Zach has had. But I do echo the the sentiment there that I think this is a sort of different zombie movie, a different take on a zombie movie, and I still think people should see it. It's just not your action-packed shoot-em-up zombie-style films that you could expect going in. Mm. I think that's the key thing is, like, don't expect that. Yeah. And uh, we, yeah. we will maybe we will watch some of those this month, but we'll try oh, and yeah, show we will be. try and show a couple a bit of a spectrum. Try and show some stuff. Mm. Yeah, so that's our uh, first uh, zombie movie done for Spooktober. Now we'll move on to so we'll be, do a bit of what we've been watching, but also because uh, we are in Spooktober, if you have any recommendations for the uh, Halloween season that you want to drop, yeah, Fear Street, Fear Street's on Netflix, and I'm actually kind of shocked they put it out like a couple months ago. Yeah, now it'd maybe be, it's mm. going to have a resurgence. It would have been probably perfect for October, 
but I suppose maybe they've got their own scheduling stuff for October or maybe they're going to put out something else for it. But I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed like the acting, the casting. I like the story. It's got a mystery and it's a decent mystery, but it's all wrapped up by the end of it. And um, there's like clues here and there to what's happening. And uh, it's got some pretty good kills, deaths, like okay. pretty brutal, cool ones. Maybe I will watch uh, it. So if you're into that and um, yeah, no, I, I, I enjoy it. It's, three hour and a half long movies so if you've got like if you've got a need to watch some slashes <laughs> this is like a new slasher that's a new ip that you might like yeah i'd, I'd say mm. give it a crack um uh, not you i think i've recommended to you like four times you have yeah, I no, will... like seasons here so if you've got the time and it's there i mm. recommend you i think you'd have a blast with some of them or some parts of it i think you'd enjoy yeah. it quite a lot. Well, because uh, I heard that they're making a new Scream film, uh, <laughs> I was excited, and I'm going to go back, and I will re-watch the Scream films in anticipation for this new one that will be coming. Um, Scream 5 is coming, so I will watch Scream 1, 2, uh, 3, and maybe give 4 a miss. I don't know. Uh, oh, we'll see how we go. Because, because the Scream movies are all about explaining and, like, playing on the tropes of horror movies. It gets less tropes... and less about that. Oh, as okay. it sort of goes on, <laughs> Damn. it sort of devolves into more of a slasher type thing. Whereas I think this one will sort of have, you know, how do we deal with reboots and legacy casts yeah, and okay, things like that? Good. So there's some potential there to play with yeah, that sort of stuff. That'll be good. There's like, because I was going to say, like, horror's like kind of moved into a new place in the next last like 10 years. So mm. maybe there's something there for them to actually dig into and create something interesting out of. So yeah. Fingers I'm crossed. Knives crossed. <laughs> yes, and then there is a sequel to Halloween. If we can ever get to the cinemas again, <laughs> I want to see Halloween Kills. Uh, oh I'm god. so pumped. Oh uh, my god, that's the best. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> He's back for the last time. For the Second last time. time. There's going to be one more movie after this. Oh, that's uh, the best. That's so. There's Halloween. Halloween At Kills. This point, like, and Halloween ends. How do you end it? Like we've tried so many times. Like what is the definitive end? Like how do you kill him? So people know he's not coming back. You can't, because he's always going to be an IP that's on the shelf that the studios want to go. <laughs> we want to make a hundred million dollars. Let's make a Halloween movie. It's the same for the fr- all the horror. That's that's just their genre. That's just how it works. That's the way it goes. Um, and I, Norish, I hope you're just as excited for this. Like I hope you think it's just as good, and I hope we get to watch it together. And I hope you go, oh. <laughs> Again, that'll be the best. I'd love that so much. They have released the uh, trailers, and I'm like, oh, I'm excited. Uh, All I've seen is the trailer, and I'm like, yes. So if you do like Halloween, just check out the trailer. I don't think it showcases too much. You know, I have a bit of a thing with trailers that sometimes they lay out the whole plot, but you know what you're getting with a Halloween film, so there's not too much that they can spoil. Yeah, fair enough. Morgan, Uh, any uh, recommendations? Uh, I'm not really like a horror person, but you know, I've mentioned this before, but it probably won't come until after, but you know what, what we do in the shadows season three, um, oh, comedy, yes. comedy vampire show still within the yeah. theme of spooky, spooky season. No, no. So Definitely good. worth checking out. Um, as opposed to actual like hardcore horror stuff. That's, that's not my vibe guys. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the go-to on that, but I'm sure, I'm sure I'll, uh, I'll let you know if I hear anything, but you know, mm. you know, that's my recommendation is what we do in the shadows. <laughs> Have a oh laugh after a scream. You know what? Just, uh, yeah. watch, just watch the movie. Watch the first three seasons. Watch it all. It's watch so it all. good. I, I was just thinking about her lover that keeps coming back to life. And, <laughs> and 
<laughs> Spoilers. I'm sorry for this. If you have not shown the show, but we find out that Matt Berry's been killing him <laughs> for hundreds of years. <laughs> and I just love that uh, so Matt Berry is, I just love him in that show. Like, he's very good. Like, every uh, time he shows up, you get really sad. The dick. He <laughs> <laughs> gets so fucking good. Oh, I love those those three or four, actually. Those those four there. Uh, I think they're great. Yeah. Very good. Is is that? Do we want to talk about what we've been yeah, watching as well? Are, any other things you've been watching that you want to recommend? And you and I. Is it just you and I have been into Only Murders in the Building? Oh man, no, we're yeah. all into it. We're all we're, we're all, all in watching. There. It. We're all in there. I'm not caught up fully. I'm taking it slow. I'm drip feeding myself. I'm doing like one every couple of days until I catch up. Mm-hmm. So I'm not on the latest episodes, but I am finding that every episode brings me more enjoyment. And <laughs> don't know that I like Martin Short's character. As much as, like, I, I like, you know, Selena Gomez and I like, um, who's the other one? Oh, Steve, Steve yeah, Martin. Steve Martin. Martin. <laughs> yeah. I like their characters a lot and I empathise with their characters, but Martin Short, I'm like, you're just a horrible individual. <laughs> <laughs> you just seem like a really horrible person. But I suppose you're there for comedy, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I'm enjoying the show a lot. I wasn't, like, super invested in the mystery until the end of the most recent episode. At yes. the end of the most recent episode, I was like, all right, I'm all in. Like, I like I like the story and I'm in on this mystery. Let's figure out what's going on. And that, mm-hmm. I think that was the moment, like, I was enjoying the show and I'm like, yeah, this is good. But then in that moment, I'm like, oh, I think I'm excited for next episode. I hadn't mm. had that yet. I was just like, yeah, I'll watch the new one when it comes out. I'm enjoying it. End of the last episode, I was like, I'm excited for the next one. Oh, nice. So that was, I think, yeah, I don't know whether that, that's just how, where I'm at with that show. Where I'm at at life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also watching the latest season of Final Space. I don't know if you guys don't care about Final Space, do you? No, I watch Final Space. But I fell off season two, so I need to finish season two and watch season three. But... Uh, I'm not as excited about season three for some reason. I'm just not into it, but mm. I'm going to go through it anyway because, yeah, I, I very much enjoyed Final Space quite a lot. I thought it was an amazing show when it came out. It was entirely like none of the plot make any, makes any sense, but it's all about just characters having emotion. The whole thing is just being like, oh, I care about this person. <laughs> That's it. That's all it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's it. Nosh, you got anything? Oh, just um, Nine Perfect Strangers continues to annoy me, but it's nearly over, so I'm sticking watching. it out. You know how you mentioned <laughs> oh. there, Morgan, that you got to the end of the most recent Only Murders in the Building and you were excited for the next one? I feel like they wanted me to be excited <laughs> for the next one after the most recent Nine Perfect Strangers, and I just rolled my eyes. When they did their little <laughs> twist, I was just like, okay, I see. I completely forgot about Sonny Boy. Sonny Boy's getting good. You say that every week. No, you say every no, week, it's getting good. Last episode, I wasn't exhausted by it. It's getting, it's it's peaking now. It's coming up. Oh, it's, it's peaking. Sh- it's happening. And it's like, oh my God, this is becoming better and better every episode now. It's no longer just becoming boring. It's great. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I'm so into it. Oh, I'm glad. It's only been, you know, what, four nine weeks? Episodes. Oh, nine episodes. <laughs> nine episodes of just this, I don't know if I want to keep going with Sunny Boy. <laughs> oh, dear. But I'm there. He's I'm finally in. there. So it's sorry. You just like you were saying. I watched this episode and I was so annoyed. I'm like, oh yeah, Sunny Boy. <laughs> that triggered you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, well, Zach, you know, I've been watching some animated stuff too. Like, it's not just you who watches animated stuff. It's also me. Uh, I've been watching Star Trek Lower Decks, uh, the animated okay. TV. So you think that's new Star Trek? I think that's the best new Trek that okay. we've got. I, I feel I like. The- 
first episode of the second season, I was like, oh, this is this is not Star Trek. I feel this like a... it. Un- okay, so yes, there is the animated. It's got that Rick and Morty vibe no, to the, it. The premise of the second season starts with a captain of a ship like sidetracking her designated Starfleet missions to entertain her daughter. And I was like, yes. is that is that supposed to be a genuine Star Trek premise? No, okay, okay. Let's let's back it up. I Which, think there is okay, so take the take the yeah. most recent episode. It's yeah. preposterous and a character turns into a giant uh sort of praying mantis type character, but it's for the purpose of making this sort of point about leadership. Mm. and, uh, you know, what it means to be in command and these sort of things. And I was like, okay, I yeah, can that's... see, I can put up with your preposterousness yeah. because you're making this point. And I think that the underlying points for a lot of these episodes are more in keeping with traditional Trek than this new Trek, which is just sort of okay. uh, not even recognisable to me anymore. Um, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> and finally, I watched this uh, this film... I had it shipped in, guys, because uh, I'm all about did. that physical media. You're I hadn't seen it. I hadn't seen it. Everything. And I had it shipped in, had it delivered. It went from Texas to Cincinnati to LA <laughs> to Sydney to Melbourne and then to Ringwood. And uh, it just went through this little journey and it got there and I watched it and I actually really liked it. It's called uh, Deep Cover and it's a 1992 film. Uh, Jeff Goldblum plays a lawyer slash drug dealer and Mm -hmm. Lawrence Fishburne plays an undercover cop who's going in this sort of undercover in the drug cartel. And so, yeah. That's a really Mm. good casting. Cool. And I really enjoyed it. So I think it's on Apple Plus, but you have to rent it. So it's probably cheaper than what I paid to have it shipped halfway around the globe, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) Came with a little booklet about yeah, anyway, yeah. so yeah, you don't get that on Apple, uh, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and that's me. Uh, yep. Not bad, not bad, Alex. Um, I haven't been watching a lot of movies this week, but I will say we rewatched George of the Jungle. Um, that oh, yes. is a very fun movie, and I watched it when I was a kid. And then like, as an adult, there's some good writing in there, like some because they've got a narrator, they break the wall, they talk. There's some good like meta stuff in there which is like quite surprising for the time and it's like still a very enjoyable movie and because yeah we just had this reawakening of like brendan fraser was really attractive in that movie like there's like the scene where he's like slow-mo in a white short trying right shirt trying to catch horses it's like yeah man i miss brendan fraser what a time but he's he's making a comeback so that's good he is yes Mm -hmm. he's made a comeback he's in doom patrol baby do patrol and everything started a rewatch of uh last airbender do that about once a year always good time classic uh do you go cora as well or do you just do depends on my mood in the time if mm. i've got time i will do like definitely less so i will go through cora but it's nice to every now and then because there's some good yeah. stuff in there there is some good stuff in there cora's <laughs> trash <laughs> i actually quite like cora but not at the same level no, as avatar same level. but that's, there's some good uh, stuff it's not the same <laughs> it's not the same but it's it's nice it's nice that they didn't stop i'm i, I enjoy that there is a world still to explore okay on Friday, uh, season three of Sex Education dropped on Netflix. Yes. We finished yeah. it. It's It was very good, still in keeping with oh, You finished with it already? Thing. Yeah, man. We got nothing going on. Listeners, <laughs> it is Sunday. <laughs> I've seen the first episode of the season. Don't, don't, no. Oh, wow. Did you watch it in the room with your family? Because that first opening no, scene. Good, no, no, good. no, 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 <laughs> that was, uh, That would have been rough with in the Norwich household, I'm sure. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, that, that first opening montage. I know what montage. that show's about. 
we don't watch that with mum and dad, no. But yeah, it's still fun. Lots of like they do pull elements from other stuff. Like this, like there was this one had some strong uh, Dumbledore's army vibes at moments, and huh? like it's it's like stuff we've seen before. But I really like the setting and the characters, and mm. a lot of the um. <laughs> Do they go fuck in the room of requirement? Like, I mean, they they go and fuck in the abandoned toilet with asbestos in it. So, yeah, so. <laughs> it's where they run the sex clinic out of. Um, but no, this is a good season, and the way they ended it, I'm like, oh, I wonder what they'll do next season. It's, I think they'll do another one. It's doing really well. Okay. And then uh, just today, something we started watching. Watched the first two episodes, and they're like hour long, so it was decent. We watched started watching um the morning show or the morning wars. It's titled something different here because we have the morning show, I believe. But yes. it's um the one that's headlined by um Jennifer Aniston and uh oh fuck what's it Steve Carell yeah Steve Carell's in it and Reese Witherspoon I believe yes. yeah, yeah yeah and she accuses him of a sexual no no that's so that no? that happens and this is about what happens after and more about okay, like yeah. the day to day at the news at the at the, the the show um very interesting. Uh, I really enjoyed it. There's one specific scene in the first episode that I was like, this is great. And it's when the head of the um, news of the studio is talking to the EP of the show and he's been, he brought, he was brought over from entertainment to head the news thing. And he does this speech about news and entertainment and it's very good. And I was like, yep, I like this show and I like this guy, but I don't think I like him either. <laughs> like you, you mm, like the way he yeah. talks. He's very charismatic, but it's like you, your opinions are. You're probably, a bad dude. Yeah. You're probably. <laughs> News is entertainment, probably not the best thing. <laughs> but yeah, that's super interesting show. Great performances so far, but that's definitely worth checking out. And uh, mm. I think that's me done for this uh, for this week. So thank you for listening. Uh, it is Spooktober, so that means Indeed. we'll be back next week, episode every week. We'll be doing another zombie movie. It's Alex's up next, and then uh, yes. so we'll see what that is. So um, until then, say spooky, pals. Ooh. <laughs> 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 Thanks, everyone. this has been a spiky trap radio production for more spiky trap radio content please head to spikytrap.com